10 minutes ago, I took out a 3x5 index card and I fed it through my typewriter and I just started typing. I had this sensation that there were words inside of me, even though I had no idea what the words were. Kind of like right now. And the words that came out, which I will have posted on Instagram by the time you hear this, were these. Most days I sit and wonder if I even remember who I am without the bells and continual vibrations of the box in my pocket, on the table, next to my bed. What is the memory of silence, and how do I return to the vacant spaces reserved for what I have yet to learn? And the reason I share that with you is because it seems to capture a sense of nostalgia that was brewing up in me. When I was a teenager, 12, 13, somewhere in there, I used to get home from school before my mother would get home from work. And I grew up in a single-parent household. I was what they used to refer to as a latchkey kid. But sometimes I would forget my key, which at that age is not that surprising. And I would have to sit on the lawn and wait about three hours until my mother would come home and she would let me in and we would have dinner. That was something that you could do in the 90s. You could leave a kid out in the world with no phone, with nobody even aware of where they are. It wasn't even that you could do that. It's that there was no other alternative. That's just the way the world was. And that sensation, that memory, that feeling of sitting on that lawn waiting is very vivid in my mind today because I didn't have a phone and I didn't have a computer or an iPad. I had a backpack with school books, which being a teenager meant that that was the last thing I was going to open was my school books. So for those three hours, all I could do was sit and think and watch. Twirl blades of grass between my fingers, look for rocks to toss. And I think the reason that is so vivid in my mind is because there's something encapsulated in that experience that I've lost, that many of us have lost. And I'm not even sure that I know the words for it. I'm not even sure I know how to break it down. It's something that has been written about many times, this idea of technology being something that gets in our way. And I really don't want to go down the same rabbit hole that so many other people have gone down. What I would rather do is tie to that emotional connection. That emotional connection with our sense of self. Because in that vacancy is where wonder brews. 
to where it bubbles up, where we ask ourselves questions that we don't know the answers to. It was there on that grass, in that time with nothing else to do that I first began to ask the big questions of the world. Things far beyond me, like, is time travel possible? And if time travel was possible, could you go back and see a younger version of yourself? You see, I wasn't a very popular child. I was one of the kids that was made fun of. So I was a very lonely child. And I thought about time travel because what I wanted more than anything was for an older version of me to come back to see the younger version of himself and tell him that everything was going to be okay. I remember I had this green square of paper that was probably a post-it. And I wrote down the address and the exact time that I was sitting on that lawn. And I told myself that I was going to carry that square of paper in my pocket for the rest of my life. Because if one day time travel was possible, I would remember where and when to return. Now, I I lost that square of paper. And time travel isn't yet possible. But what that child did in that moment was take pain and mix it with silence and grow an idea. An idea of empowerment. An idea of hope. And that, more than anywhere else that I can think of, is where creativity lives. Creativity doesn't live in places where we know the answers. It doesn't live in comfortable and easy places. Which is why art and Films and these expressions of creativity are often, to people, offensive. Because they're uncomfortable. Because they take us places that we don't want to go, or places that we don't understand. Growing up at the time that I did, there was still a vivid radio world. And for some reason, what I remember of that radio world is late-night talk shows. Now, I don't remember ever listening to any of these. I was probably not allowed. And to be honest, I probably had no interest. The idea of just listening to someone talk for a teenager is (laughs) torture. But that memory of those late-night talk shows, it stays with me in the same way that this feeling of sitting on this grass 
stays with me. And I think there's something in that as well. So while this episode is just me sharing a memory and tying it loosely to creativity in some way, I feel that it's something I need to explore. So you may hear episodes like this more often. If you liked it, you should let me know. But more than anything, I think we both, you and I, need to dig into those things that spark nostalgia in our lives and really explore them. Because the reason that they are there, the reason they stimulate something is because there is something calling out to us. There's a voice in that silence. We just have to learn to dig into the layers and layers that seem empty until we find what is underneath. So until next time, spend a little time in your head because we all have creative minds. Oh! <laughs>